0: AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
1: With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. At least seven Minneapolis policemen have quit and another seven are in the process of resigning, signing a lack of support from department and city leaders as protests over George Floyd's death escalated. Also on news.com Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia says last month's jobs report indicates employers are recalling laid-off workers. I'm
0: not surprised that we added all the jobs we did and that we saw unemployment drop. I am surprised it happened as soon as it did. These are numbers from mid-May, when the com- country was just starting to reopen. Uh, and yet, even then, uh, we had this terrific jobs report.
1: Scalia spoke with the Salem Ra- News Network. The average U.S. price of regular grade gasoline rose 11 cents over the past two weeks to $2.16 per gallon. Travel industry expert Julie Lundberg says uh, the jump came as crude oil costs increased. This is SRN News.
0: Larry Elder explains the policies the rioters are fighting for
2: won't work. I feel that the protests have to do with, of course, police brutality, but then inequality in general. And what's advocated, of course, is income redistribution. Take money from this person, give it to that person. The policies that people on the left are advocating $15 minimum wage, is going to make things worse, not better.
0: The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
2: Our half-off home makeover is here, and we're going to highlight StarLift. Instantly increase safety, mobility, and livability of your home with a new or used stairlift of your choice at 50% off. Provide peace of mind and prevent falls and injuries. A smart purchase for your parents or grandparents. These deals end on Friday the 19th, and you can learn more at am 1280 thepatriotcom Just past 2 o'clock on the Sunday, forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Sunny and breezy, high of 75. Our two Brad Carlson show of the Narn right now. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio
1: engineer, go
2: flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have the dog.
0: The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan.
3: Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, we'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone call to 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag Darn show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. It's facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, give us a like if you haven't done so al- already. And thank you uh, so much for tuning in. And happy Flag Day. And happy birthday to our Commander in Chief, President Donald Trump. President Trump listens to the broadcast regularly, doesn't he? I, I- All the if time. If he did. If he did. Uh, you know, I haven't always been very flattering in my assessment of President Trump. I guarantee he would have tweeted about it if if he if he did. So uh, maybe not. But happy birthday to President Trump. Seventy four years old today. I, I remember when he was a young 41 year old, uh, because when I was in college, I was looking at the, he was on the cover of People magazine and, you know, the uh, headline said, too darn rich. You know, he already has all these casinos, these private jets and an ego that ate Manhattan, yada, yada. He's accomplished everything else. So is running for president next on the list. I mean, 1987, they were going, they were talking about him possibly running for president someday uh, when he was 41 years old. So do the math. I was 33 years ago. And that tells you how old I am when I was in college 33 years ago. (laughs) But uh, yeah, just crazy. So happy birthday, President Trump. I know he's May or may not be listening, but regardless, uh, birthday wishes to him. Uh, I do want to move on to some national stories. And I was reading some interesting things. You know, we are still in the midst midst of a uh, pandemic. I hope you realize this. And uh, by the looks of it, a lot of people are pretty much done with the quarantine and are out and about enjoying life. I mentioned in the first hour, my wife and I went on our first date to a public place since March. Uh in fact, yeah, since March. You know, we had gone on vacation to Sedona, Arizona the, uh, in early March and we got back home Wednesday, March 11th and have pretty much been sequestered in our homes since then. Because my workplace advocated us working from home and my wife being an educator was doing the distance learning thing. So other than leaving the house three times a day to walk the dog and then run errands, like go to the grocery store or maybe gas up our vehicles, which because we weren't driving anywhere, we only need to gas up the vehicles once every few weeks. Uh, we finally went to a date uh, to a restaurant last night and enjoyed it. It is just as fun and enjoyable as I remember going out on, on dates to public places. So, uh, But I bring this up because the World Health Organization, who uh, President uh, defunded, President Trump defunded, because they were basically in the tank uh, for China. Uh, they came out with a... Excuse me, I'll read this story. Uh, gosh, I, I hate when this happens. I um, I had this link up, and then it just, for some reason, reduced. So pardon me. This is from the Washington Examiner. Uh, they talked about uh, the World... Yeah, here it is, the World Health Organization kind of sending some... Messages. well first of all we start by early last week i read it i read something where the world health organization said that asymptomatic covid cases were rare basically implying that those who have tested positive for covid 19 coronavirus you are typically going to show symptoms it's very rare you have an asymptomatic case I'm like oh wow really that's kind of odd And they said, well, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. What we meant to say was that it's very rare for people who are asymptomatic to infect others. So, yeah, asymptomatic cases are not all that unusual. It's just rare to infect others. And it's like, oh, well, that's that's good news. Yeah, that's good news. It's good news. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 that's not right either. Uh, What we're having is. Uh, Actually, it's sixteen percent of people uh, who are asymptomatic and can transmit the virus. Uh, Okay. Oh wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 Well, actually, it could be high as forty percent. Okay, so it's not rare. Forty percent is not rare. That's not the definition of rare. And then it goes on to say, uh, the World Health Organization says, 40% of transmissions may be through asymptomatic people per models. Okay, I am thoroughly confused right now. And again, we'll read from this uh, uh, Washington Examiner story. Uh, The World Health Organization walked back a surprise statement that people without symptoms cannot easily spread the no- novel coronavirus, adding on Tuesday that too much uh, about the virus remains unknown. So now they're saying, well, we know what we don't know. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I was responding to a question at the press conference. I wasn't stating a policy of who or anything like that. I was trying to articulate what we know, and in that, I used the phrase very rare. And I think that's a misunderstanding to state that asymptomatic transmission is very rare, who epidemiologist Dr. Maria van Kirkovy said Tuesday. Kerkove said Monday that it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual, a statement that caused surprise and drew criticism because it would undercut the case for social distancing. The previous understanding of viral transmission had been that people not exhibiting symptoms of the coronavirus are still contagious and should socially distance. Kirchhoff said Tuesday that as much as 40% of the viral transmission could be from asymptomatic patients, but too little is understood about the virus to make that conclusion. So why say it? Why say, well, it it could be it, it could be as much as forty percent, but we, we we just don't know for sure. Well then then why throw out such an arbitrary number? Honest to God, you know, and, and people pitched an absolute fit, some people, when the president Declared that he was going to defund who? Well, if the, you know, uh, that's just a ready made Abbott and Costello bit, isn't it? Defund who? Yes. Defund who? Yes. No, defund who? Yes. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's a, that. Yeah, that is totally an Abbott and Costello, right for an Abbott and Costello bit, that's for sure. So when the president decided to defund the World Health Organization, people's like, this is just absolute egregious. This is uh, just a absolute negligence to defund the World Health Organization in the midst of the of a pandemic. Well, if they're going to keep putting forth mixed signals like this, then what what how do you expect the people to react? And again, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy at all. People say, "Well, this whole masks and social distancing and shutting down the economy and whatever, this is all one big conspiracy theory to hurt President Trump." And so therefore they say these things like You have to, you know, remain six feet apart and therefore some businesses are going to have to shut down because of it. Uh, You can understand why people would start to buy into it when initially they say, well, if you're asymptomatic, it's not easily transmittable to another person. So therefore, socially social distancing isn't conducive if you aren't displaying symptoms. Okay, because, again, you could be asymptomatic, but then then they walk that back. Just insane. Uh, it's a constant revision and a constant evolution and debate, Kirkhove said. And I mean that in a constructive way of saying, we do what we do know, what are the key questions, what we don't, we know, and what we are doing to address those unknown, it's not enough to say we don't know. Um, I, let me read that again. Because I, I, I got confused just reading that. We need the Homer Simpson soundbite. Could you repeat the part about the stuff where you said all the uh, things? Uh, It's a constant revision and a constant evolution and debate, Kirchhoff said. And I mean that in a constructive way of saying, what do we know? What are the key questions? What don't we know? And what are we doing to address those unknown? It's not enough to say we don't know. Well, in just reading this story, you've said we don't know. I don't know how many different ways. Uh, Kirkhove added the, that the question of whether people without symptoms are primary transmitters underscores the need for widespread contact tracing and testing. She said guidelines from the WHO to practice social distancing and good hygiene are part of a comprehensive strategy to eradicate the virus. Well, What's going to be interesting now is, as we mentioned, three weeks ago tomorrow. Was the killing of George Floyd and then as the week drew on and tensions heightened, particularly here in the Twin Cities, but there were also countrywide, even worldwide protests is there were not a lot of social distancing going on among these protests. And what and some and a good number of people were wearing masks. But what we know about masks is it is preventing the spread of you. If I'm wearing a mask, it is it it, it helps in not spreading the virus. There's still a chance you could spread it, but it at least inhibits it somewhat. How much? Another thing we don't know. But the point is, you had all these mass protests where it was irrefutable. There was no social distancing going on. None whatsoever. And there were enough people there not wearing masks. So if they are asymptomatic, they could be spreading the virus. We think. Maybe. Again, World Health Organization doesn't seem to be real clear on that. So I'm only telling you what they tell us. But my point is, is that a lot of these protests really got going a little more than two weeks ago. So in these major cities like, uh, you know, Philadelphia, New York City and, of course, here in Minneapolis, where some of the bigger protests were taking place, Atlanta as well. We're going to find out if there was a big spike in cases. And again, this is what we've supposedly were preparing for in March and April, is people stay home if you can, because this will slow down the spread. 60 to 70 percent of the people in this country was the number I remember are going to get this. We would rather you get it over uh, several months' time as opposed to two months because guess what? If all these people get it at the same time, then you're overwhelming the health system and we only have so many ICU beds. Well, here in Minnesota, uh, we're starting... I've been noticing recently that the daily death tolls have been lower and the two-week trend of positive cases has been trending a little bit lower. So that's good news. So my concern is... For all of the progress that has been made, however it's been made, whether it is conducive to the social distancing or people staying home, or maybe it's perhaps not as serious as we ascertain, we don't know. But my concern is is that all of the positive and good progress that was made could possibly be inhibited. And again, this was a diatribe that went on last week. You know, All of us who followed along stayed home and did our duty, and yet people who wanted to go out and protest said, well, that's a that's a more important moral cause. It's worth risking your health to go out and protest, but risking your health to go and feed your family, to you know go to work, to feed your family, provide for your family, and also risking your health and the health of others to mourn your loved one who has been lying in wait because he can't have a funeral service to, to bury them, well, yeah, that's just a bridge too far. So again, I don't want to go on that diatribe again, but the point is, uh, what we're going to be seeing here this coming week and, and I, I think is gonna be is gonna be critical. So definitely keep your eye upon in the news. And of course we'll be here next week on the Northern Alliance Radio Network to talk all about it. 651-289-448 four, four, eight, eight. that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson the closer coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
0: Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. It may not be stomach
4: issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over.
0: I spent years with the symptoms, but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms.
4: We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues.
0: EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit identifyepi.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie.
2: As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme in the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corrie Ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corrie's story was made famous by her book and original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scenes true story of Corrie's secret army of student-teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poley, one of Corrie's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch Underground's true breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of jewish children return to the hiding place starring john reese davis watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at salemnow.com and save 20 percent with promo code minneapolis return to the hiding place at salemnow.com promo code minneapolis due to historical content might not be suitable for younger audiences
0: You've put off this and waited years for a better deal on that, but now is the time for those major upgrades and remodels you've always wanted. It's our half-off home makeover, where all your home improvement dreams come true at 50% off the regular price. But the offers only last from June 10th to the 19th. So visit am1280thepatriot.com or call the half-off home makeover hotline at 651-289-4444 to snap up these incredible deals before they're gone. The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com.
3: You know, I've been waiting so long for this change. Welcome back. Can we talk alone? Sure. AM-1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network is where it can happen. And if you'd like to talk some more, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You're You're hashtag Darn Show, hashtag NARN Show. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter. As always, thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, did you uh, hear about the uh, half-off makeover? Yeah, if you want to make your home more comfortable, energy efficient, or boost your home value, you can do so at more than 50% off. Yeah, that's right. The half-off home makeover is here. Improvement and upgrades have never been so affordable, so get your to-do list done at half the regular price, but only through AM Patri- AM dot, am1280thepatriot.com and only while those deals last. So, again, am1280thepatriot.com. If you uh, want to check it out, there's a big banner there where you can click on it, see all of our valued sponsors, what they're uh offering during this 50% off home makeover. You're not going to want to miss this. And uh, we appreciate you as always uh, listening. I uh, do want to get to some uh, news in the culture, particularly cancel culture, which has been out of control and working overtime uh, this past week. Uh, this, uh, you know, well, first of all, You're having this mob rule, which I'm very uncomfortable with, where you get a certain group that decides something that is objectionable and they take the matter into their own hands. Forget about the protocols that require legislation, uh, petitions, eternal vigilance. Forget all that. Okay, they deem something objectionable and they take action, i.e. the Christopher Columbus statue that was torn down outside the Minnesota State Capitol building. Now, again, I got no love for Christopher Columbus. I'm familiar with the history, and I would even make an argument that, yeah, a statue like that, if at the very minimum, should have a an engraved statement on there clarifying some of the things that he's known for in our history. Statues don't necessarily depict that they're honoring someone or that they're revering someone. It's just this is an artifact of our history. And, and, you know, and the comeback is, wow, we don't teach uh, kids history through statues. Well, fine. Okay. Well, then do something to have it removed. Like I say, uh, the folks at the uh, the Capitol, I think it was the Capitol Preservation Society, that's it's kind of under their purview. They say they never received any petitions having it removed. And Peggy Flanagan, who is now the lieutenant governor, but when she was a state legislator, Okay, and she's of Native American descent, so obviously she has a vested interest as to whether the statue should remain or not. Uh really, never advocated for be torn down, but rather, uh, you know, and this was a tweet that I, I learned this from from uh, Michael Broadcorp on uh, Twitter, that she wanted to have a, a statement about the real history of Christopher Columbus in the uh, in the event that we would. Uh, that we would dare revere someone like this. So uh, again, I don't want to get back into that particular aspect of it, but my, but the point is what cancel culture does is they take action and there's no choice. There's no mea culpa's. There is nothing short of 100% capitulation. Then and only then can you re be redeemed as a human being in the eyes of cancel culture. And I'm sorry. Uh, i i don 't subscribe to that worldview because the person in charge of my salvation uh, is someone who paid the ultimate price on the cross of Calvary two thousand plus years ago so i 'm not bowing down or taking a knee before any culture if i 've done something wrong all right you know i'll i 'll of course issue me a culpa and i 'm sorry. You know, I for, you know, why I was so short sighted among something. But if if complete redemption means capitulating to something that you don't agree with, you know, deals off, you know, and and what we've have found out is in a secularist society. There's no grace. There is no grace. There is no forgiveness. We're applying today's crazy standards to things that were done. You know, 20 years ago. You know, look at some of the examples. Jimmy Fallon, I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit. You know, Jimmy Fallon's now the host of the Tonight Show on NBC, but during his Saturday Night Live skit, I think he dressed up as comedian Chris Rock. Chris Rock, a black guy. And so Jimmy, oh, Jimmy Fallon dressed up in blackface 20 years ago? That's an outrage. And Jimmy Fallon apologized. It's just just crazy. It's like, look, this This was not an immoral outrage. It was just I was playing a bit. I was playing a character I was playing a black guy. So I got in costume. But that is such an egregious sin in today's woke culture. That not only can you not do that anymore, all of a sudden you're going to roll back history and say, well, this person did this, which we would find objectionable today, so they must pay the price today, you know, kind of like a, a retroactive penalty. And, and it's and it just so utterly egregious. And the um, there's a Twitter feed called uh, the Free Speech Union. You can find it uh, at Speech Union is their Twitter handle. I'll, I'll just read uh, a few of them here. Uh, I'll just kind of go through the Twitter thread. An alarming number of people are losing their jobs at the moment or being suspended from them pending investigations because they've criticized some aspect of the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, let me just take a step back. First of all, I believe wholeheartedly that Black Lives Matter. And when people say, well, Black Lives Matter, I don't go with the retort, all lives matter. Your mileage may vary, but for me, it's dismissing their cause, it's dismissing the hurt they're feeling because they feel people in their community have been, had their civil liberties stripped from them or they haven't been receiving justice that they feel a white person would receive. And so therefore they come out well these black lives matter. Okay? They deserve the same justice as white people get. You know, if a white person was killed at the hands of police, which does happen. So I don't respond to black lives matter with all lives matter. Again, your mileage may vary. I don't think it's an egregious sin, but It does happen. Like, for instance, Grant Napier. He was fired by his radio station and resigned as the Sacramento Kings TV play-by-play announcer last week after he was mobbed for tweeting, All Lives Matter. Uh, Gordon Klein, a professor at UCLA, has been placed on leave after he refused to cancel a final exam following George Floyd's death. Now, the story behind that is some of the black students... You know, were pretty aggrieved by what happened in the aftermath of George Floyd's death that they would be in no mood, no wouldn't have the proper mindset to prepare. Excuse me, to take a to take an exam. And the professor replied with, "Well, um, we're doing distance learning, so I could excuse some black students, but I don't know who the black students are because again, we're doing distance learning, so I don't know who is who." But he was placed on leave because he didn't want to cancel it. Uh, Stu Peters, a Manx radio presenter, has been suspended after he challenged the concept of white privilege in a debate with a caller to his radio show. Uh, Here's another one. Martin Shipton, chief reporter of the Western Mail, has been forced to step down as a Wales Book of the Year judge after he complained that the Black Lives Matter protest in Cardiff broke the Welsh government's social distancing rules. Okay, here we go. Now we're really getting into it. Because it is very legitimate to say, wait a minute. You health officials told us that at the, midst, at the beginning of this pandemic, that social distancing was conducive to slowing down the spread of this virus and that it was vital. And it wasn't about us risking our own health. You know, we may be perfectly healthy, maybe asymptomatic, but there's still a chance you could spread it to others. Don't you care about others? Don't you have any compassion for others? But all of a sudden, when it came to Black Lives Matter protest, all that concern of spreading the virus to others went completely out the the window. And suddenly, that's an egregious sin to point that out. Unbelievable. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also win via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag NARN Show. Oh, yeah, we got more examples of cancel culture coming up in the next segment right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
0: constantly changing times american pressure is here for you from service on your pressure washer to new hoses guns wands and accessories or complete equipment we are open for business one product i want to bring to your attention today that we offer
3: is vital oxide it's a disinfectant with many wonderful government certifications give us
2: a call today at 763-521-4442 to find out more
0: Don't let your kids inherit a mess. Hi, this is Jeff Litfen from Generations Legal Services here in Osseo. If you've been wondering about your family's estate plan or lack thereof, I encourage you to get your affairs in order once and for all. Let the team at Generations Legal Services educate and serve your family in all aspects of estate planning, wills, trusts, power of attorney, and health care directives. To get your plan done or to learn more, visit us at GenerationsLS.com. That's GenerationsLS.com.
2: Be careful. Once you try a Patriot burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack
0: Shack Barbecue at RackshackBarbecue.com. Get that! Rack Shack attack! Rack
1: Shack ooh, 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 yeah.
4: Standard Heating and Air Conditioning knows it's June when us Minnesotans finally stop talking about how cold it is and start talking about how hot it is. Which is the perfect time for standard heating summer is here sale. During June, you can save $900 on a new air conditioner and enjoy payments as low as $47 a month or 0% financing. Imagine being able to escape the sticky summer heat in cool comfort with your new A.C. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's NATE Certified Professionals make sure the job is done right. As an essential business, Standard is here to serve you with their experience and ongoing no-contact protocol. So take that ice scraper out of your car. Summer is here, and Standard Heating can help you save $900 on your new air conditioner with payments as low as $47 a month or 0% financing. Find out more about these great deals today at standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930.
3: Welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your phone calls,
1: 651-289-4488. Get us away in
3: via Twitter, hashtag Darn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, cancel Culture wreaking havoc. In our uh, in our country, and that's uh, the subject of what I was talking about last segment. I'll continue with a uh, few more egregious examples. And again, uh, the uh, Twitter feed, the Free Speech Union, again, their Twitter handle is at Speech Union. They're compiling all of the stories of cancel culture, taking place all around the world, as a matter of fact, not just in this country. Uh, they cite a, uh, a quote from... Um, George Orwell, in this uh, this one particular excerpt, you may disagree profoundly with what these men have said, but you should defend their right to say it without losing their careers. As George Orwell said, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people things they do not want to hear. And look, there's a difference between saying Black Lives Matter and supporting the organization called Black Lives Matter. Because really the organization Black Lives Matter, which has every right to exist, every right to protest, and a lot of their protests that they held here in the Twin Cities have been very peaceful, okay? And and kudos to some of the leaders who stepped out and said, you know what, if you're going to be part of this protest and your goal is to wreak a bunch of havoc and be violent... And loot these buildings. this isn't your cause. You know, and this was uh, again, some of the Twin Cities leaders of this, and kudos to them. Now they support Democrats. A lot of their uh, uh, donations that they received basically funnel money to uh, left-wing political action committees. And again, if that's if they believe that's the best way to uh, create or to eradicate injustice, you know, more power to them. I happen to disagree. And would not be, would not financially support the organization, but I support the concept that yes, black lives matter. And we've seen too much this past couple of weeks, people wanting to impugn the character of George Floyd saying he was a drug user or he spent time in jail because he held a gun against a pregnant woman's belly. Or when he was, when he was the autopsy showed that he had fentanyl and was uh, on methamphetamines when, uh, uh, when he died. Okay. And again. To which I ask. How does that justify his life being taken. On a street by a police officer. It doesn't. It doesn't. His life mattered. Okay. And. The fact that a lot. Of, that some of my fellow Christians. Have been saying these things. It's like. Well you know what. He moved here from Houston. Yeah. He was still having his issues. But. He wasn't being thrown in jail for multiple felonies like he may have been when he lived down in Texas. So perhaps he was taking a turn for the better. There's no way to know. But my fellow Christians who believe in redemption from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, shouldn't we hope that someone gets the opportunity to live long enough to receive that? And, and you know what? Maybe George Floyd did, uh, did repent and receive the salvation of uh, Jesus Christ. We don't know. But this idea that we're going to impugn his character, it almost feels like people are wanting to feel better about his death. And I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not down with that. Because I watched that full video. And there is nothing you can say to convince me that there was justification in that. Handcuffing him? Okay. Having to physically restrain him because he was a big guy and, and who knows what the body cam footage and show that he was disruptive? Okay, Maybe. But kneeling on his neck for eight minutes, 46 seconds. And again, I wasn't going to go down this road again, but uh, this just my overall point is I agree wholeheartedly with the concept Black Lives Matter, and it should not be difficult to say that. But guess what? I can also say the organization, capital B, Black Lives Matter, is one that I'm not going to support if they are going to, if it means supporting causes that you disagree with. So that's just again, that's all just kind of an aside here. Uh, but it does draw into a larger point that criticism of that organization. OK, is in is interwoven in meaning, well, you must de- you must mean black lives should continue to be demeaned. No, not at all. Not at all. So it's what free speech is all about. So we continue. Uh, here's another one. The op ed editor of The New York Times resigned after being hit, quote unquote resigned after being heavily criticized by left-wing co-workers for publishing an opinion piece by a Republican Republican senator calling for the U.S. Army to be used as backup in American cities to maintain law and order. So the New York Times gave space to Vladimir Putin to write an op-ed. They gave space to an official with the Taliban to write an op-ed, but a Republican senator Calling for the U.S. Army to be used as a backup in American cities to maintain law and order. Well, that's a bridge too far. Uh, Stan, uh, Wishnowski? Stan Wishnowski. Stan Wischnowski, the top editor of the Philadelphia Inquirer, has been forced to resign because a headline on an article in the paper about buildings destroyed in the riots read, Buildings Matter 2. Uh yeah, that's cringe-inducing, to say the least, and it probably is a little bit tone-deaf. But I understand the overall message that a lot of these buildings were destroyed in Minneapolis. Like, there was one, the big building that was to house, uh, be used for low-income housing. People were having hard times, not making a lot of money. Now they don't have a viable living space that they could go to. You know, we talked about the the Lady Stephanie who was in tears over her neighborhood being destroyed and therefore the stores that she shopped at being burned to the ground and public transportation being delayed indefinitely, all because of this. Now, to to label as buildings matter, too, okay, to to put buildings above lives, yeah, I'll admit that that's a bit tone-deaf, but the greater context is it could further inhibit black lives those who are struggling in these particular neighborhoods. And again, creating more injustices, all right, was not going to expedite justice for George Floyd. So I understand where he was going there, but that one, yeah, okay. I don't know if a a firing is appropriate or or being forced to resign was appropriate, but it happened. Uh, hundreds of poets are calling for the president of the U.S. Poetry Foundation to be fired because its statement last week saying it stands in solidarity with the black community and denounces injustice and systemic racism didn't go far enough. Students at Cornell are demanding that chemistry professor David Colum be fired for tweeting that an incident in Buffalo, New York in which a Black Lives Matter protester was pushed over by a police officer and hurt his head was not an example of police brutality. Okay, I saw that one too. It was it overzealous. Yeah, it was. Uh, but uh, brutal You know, I think it was maybe been bridged too far. But brutality. You can make an argument to be sure. I'm not sure that that's the best example. Uh, UCLA has launched an inquiry after students complained about a white politics lecture. US a US Air Force veteran reading aloud Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham Jail which includes the N word. The lecture was about the history of racism. Okay, within context um I don't see how reading the letter that Martin Luther King drafted is that egregious. I would never I would never say the N word in full, never. Okay. So was at a lapse in judgment perhaps, but there, there, there it doesn't seem to be any any context to any of this stuff. Uh, the editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit, Adam Rappaport, has stood down after a piece he wrote, genuflecting to BLM was judged to be insufficiently pious by his staff, and he wore an inappropriate Halloween costume 13 years ago. Unbelievable. Folks, do yourself a favor. Uh, if you haven't already, and I'm sure many of our listeners have, See the documentary, No Safe Spaces. This documentary, of course, put together by your own Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. You need to see it. And you need to see what we're up against. And the great thing about that documentary is you had left-wing and right-wing pundits alike coming together in solidarity for free speech. They ultimately don't agree ideologically on issues, but that's okay. The idea to be able to express them without fear of retribution is a concept that we should all adhere to. And yet the generation that's coming up behind us that's going to be running things, um, they're engaging in, I'm sorry, there's no other way to say it, fascist tactics. There's no other word for it. So definitely see the documentary No Safe Spaces if you haven't already. Only have about a couple of minutes left this segment, but we do want to get to a phone call. Uh, Vincent from St. Paul is weighing in. Hey, Vincent, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Well, thank you very much,
1: and God bless you all for what you've been doing. Uh, last, I thought of a word while you were talking right now. Well,
3: going back, all the, what's been going on in life, the word life, and
4: it's something, you know, I, when I was going to. Well, AA's been closed down. Everything's been closed down, and it's something I always talked about life, you know, and the thing,
3: too, as you're going along, you know, you may think you're going to do this or say that, you say this, but then when you think about it, you know, it may not be right, it may be wrong, and, you know, everything right now, you don't know if it's upside down or whatever,
4: you know, what's been going on, and things are changing as we're going along, going left, right, upside down, and you know? also. Life. That's
1: how life is. Life is never perfect.
3: That's true. Well, because human beings are, are far less than perfect. That uh, you know, goes without saying, appreciate the uh, uh, call, Vincent. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, and here, here's the thing. You know, what we're, what we're really having to do is look at ourselves individually and be able to have a worldview individually and not be part of a collective. And this is the thing that I've talked about on this radio station all too often. You know, you get members of any uh, particular worldview. You know, those who marched uh, for gay rights several decades ago when, you know, coming out as uh, as gay was literally uh, putting your life and in, in health in danger because it was so socially unacceptable. And people who marched for civil rights – You know, during the era of Jim Crow, you had conscientious business owners that wanted to serve, excuse me, black customers, not have segregated lunch counters, but were precluded from doing so by the government, actual laws by our government. And people marched against that and put their lives and reputations on the line to do so. I mean, we just we just commemorated the 53rd anniversary of a Supreme Court case. That struck down a law prohibiting interracial marriage. Okay, so my point is, is that these fights that have taken place, you know, so we could be free to say and think what we want, but yet if you stray outside, you know, a certain mindset that gay people are supposed to have or black people are supposed to have, all of a sudden, you're not, you're not uh, looked at as a authentic gay or an authentic black person. And that is a complete antithesis of freedom, this idea that you have to continue some sort of groupthink. And I'm not saying the majority of these organizations are like that. I mean, there are certain radical uh, factions of it. And we'll be talking about that more next week uh, on uh, next week's broadcast. But uh, we have one final segment coming up on today's show, and uh, we do have a few more minutes in that final segment. If you do want to give us a quick phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARNshow, hashtag NARNshow. Brad Carlson, the closer, are coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. When
2: you're in love with a beautiful woman. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
2: Look at all these options.
0: You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
4: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
1: Blue Ox Heating and
2: Air. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to goblueox.com for details. Blue
1: Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
0: AM-1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like Freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app.
1: Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby
3: world. Welcome back. AM-1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. As always, we appreciate you turning in. I don't know if you, uh, many of you have had the opportunity to check out the book, co-authored by Guy Benson and Mary Catherine Ham, conservative commentators, a book entitled uh, End of Discussion. It was came out five years ago, and it is as Guy Benson describes, holding up depressingly well. Basically, uh, you have these uh, progressive, radical left, uh, quote unquote, thought leaders who get to determine what is discussed and what is not, what beliefs can be held and what cannot. And we talked about it in the last week's show. Drew Brees came out and said, "I don't think it's re- I think it's disrespectful disrespectful to kneel during the national anthem." I will never agree anybody dis- disrespecting the flag and what it represents. And of course, uh many black NFL players, including many of his own teammates, came out and uh were not happy with that statement. And not only did Drew Brees apologize for it, he did a complete about face. And then his wife came out, and you saw that infamous quote by his wife saying, We are part of the problem. And There it is, the complete 100% capitulation to a cause. Now, again, Drew Brees should be able to hold an opinion that says, I think it's disrespectful to kneel before the flag, but I understand the issues that my teammates are trying to raise in terms of advocating for the black community. So, uh, again, that, Now, he basically has had to walk back those comments. And the best way to combat the cancel culture, we've seen it with Governor Ralph Northam, Democrat governor out of Virginia. Uh, Over a year after he was elected, his college yearbook was discovered. And in that college yearbook is a guy in blackface standing next next to a guy in a Klansman outfit. And no one has been able to ascertain which one is Ralph Northam. And there were heated calls for him to resign. He wouldn't, he didn't, he ignored it, and they just eventually went away. Okay? That's how you combat cancel culture. You just got to stand up to him and say, look, I'm sorry you disagree. Sorry, not sorry, you disagree with what I'm saying here, but I have every single right to hold these beliefs. And here's why I believe what I believe. If you want to know more about it, we can sit down and have a discussion about it. But this idea that you're just going to go with this end of discussion and cancel me from doing whatever I'm doing... Not going to happen. Am I, am, I, am I supporting Ralph Northam because he appeared in blackface? Or do I think that's okay? Of course not. Of course not. But that's how you stand up to these people. To where you say, look, this happened so many years ago. Was it indiscretion? In the context of today's uh, worldview, yeah, it, it wasn't a smart thing to do. But there was nothing malicious behind it. And again, I'm not here to defend Ralph Northam at all. But that's how you stand up to these people is just, if you can endure the initial crush, they'll just move on to some other outrage. It's kind of, how we, kind of how we're doing it these days. Only got a couple of minutes left. Bob from Shoreview is calling in. Hey, Bob, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead.
4: Yeah, I have a theory. Um, I believe that a lot of the cancel culture is driven by self-righteousness underlying it. And, you know, as our society and our whole world rejects Judeo-Christian morality, and people live more like they do whatever they want, there's more guilt there, even if it's subconscious guilt, and they're not aware of it, and guilt leads to becoming more self-righteous. What do you think about that theory?
3: Yeah, it's good, Bob. I, I appreciate that. And, and someone, uh, I and as, as I said before, this secular leftist uh, culture, there's no grace. There's no apologies. It's like, yeah, I committed an indiscretion. I'm truly sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. And that's not good enough for them. You have to then advocate for your cause. And then it's flying in the very face of what you believe. So um, someone put out a tweet recently uh, talking about uh, being uh, conservative or progressive. And he's saying, being conservative or progressive on every single issue is intellectually lazy and unfaithful. Critique and push back, uh, critique and push back on these flawed ideologies. May conservatism sympathize and pursue racial justice and make progressivism acknowledge absolute truth and the sanctity of life. So kind of bouncing off Bob's point, a lot of these woke scolds, these purveyors of cancel culture, they don't subscribe to an absolute truth. In fact, you hear that phrase all the time. Well, my truth says, well, there is no your truth. There is the truth, the ultimate truth. What that is, well, that's going to take a lot of introspection uh, and self and and a lot of self uh, searching, soul searching, I guess, to determine what that is, and to find out. And again, yeah, that's that's something where I think we, as conservatives, have have definitely fallen short. You know, we deny certain things, you know, like uh, climate change and racial injustice. Not that we don't believe either are real, but because the motive behind pushing both of those is to destroy capitalism. Okay? that That's basically what it is. So we can close racial disparities without completely destroying capitalism. We absolutely can do it, but that's going to take a serious discussion and conversation and listening, and it seems only one side really wants to listen, and I think you can figure out which one that is. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, special programming note, I am pulling a double shift next week, and I'm filling in for Mitch Berg on Saturday the 20th, and we'll be back with my regular show on Sunday the 21st. Hope you have a blessed week. Godspeed, my friends. Talk to you then.
0: Armchair psychologists have tried and failed to throw doubt on President Trump's sanity. There's a new book that puts famous insane leaders in historic perspective. It's called History's Nine Most Insane Rulers. Author Scott Rank has unearthed the real lives of the nine most mentally unbalanced leaders through the ages. Some suffered from schizophrenia, like King Charles VI of France who thought he was made of glass. Then there's Ottoman Sultan Ibrahim, the first who practiced his archery skills by pointing his arrows at his palace servants. Order the new book, History's Nine Most Insane Rulers, today at Amazon or wherever books are sold need specific boots or shoes for a new job but don't know where to start check out red wing shoes a boot can make or break your job so make sure you get the right one for you red wing shoes has been finding people the right footwear for decades they have steel aluminum and composite safety toe options as well as regular toe work boots stop into their stores in circle pines columbia heights coon rapids bloomington and st cloud or call ahead for in-store and curbside pickup as well as ship to home red wing shoes work is our work
1: relief factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i have come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine, thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at ReliefFactor.com and then order your three week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable. To be liberated from your pain? for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget, and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at
0: am1280thepatriot.com.
4: Have you finally had enough of trying to open and close your old, worn-out windows or doors? Are you tired of unwanted drafts? Don't put off replacing your windows or doors any longer. Call the experts at Great Plains Windows and Doors. Great Plains will help equip your home with quality Anderson windows made right here in Minnesota.
0: When you want the job done right the first time, call Great Plains
2: Windows and Doors online at greatplainswindows.com. That's Great Plains Windows.